Welcome back to Sporting Goss. Of course, we do focus on the WAFL on Sporting Goss. We spoke to Chris Marston about Perth's average performance against East Fremantle. Well, let's talk to one of the winning team, and that is, of course, John Marsh, Jonathan Marsh, who was a star with five goals in their 26-point win against the Demons on the weekend. Hello, Superboot. Thanks for joining us. No worries. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Found a bit of form in front of the big sticks, big fella. I did, yeah. I've had a... Uh a couple quieter games, so it was nice to, you know, get some multiple goals, and I think like I said on the day, our ball movement was a bit quicker, and um, a couple more handball receivers off half-back, which certainly opened up the, you know, the Ford 50 for for forwards like myself, which was lovely. East Fremantle, they they say, have been looking for a reliable goal kicker for some time, and a big target up forward. How long has this been in the making? Uh, Well, we haven't really, you know, since I I was last year, we had a couple you know, good key forwards, and they just seem to be injury prone. And and even this year, we've we've got Dylan O'Reilly and Hugh Dixon waiting in the wings now, who are injured. And who, you know, I, I would single-handedly say that they're, they're more talented than I. So I think we've we've certainly got the, the stock in that area. It's just managing to get everyone on the park. And and so far, it's it's just me right now because I'm the only one, you know, probably healthy. So like on the weekend, we went with probably you know two bigs four smalls type set up in the four line and it seemed to work with our pressure and, and, and work rate. So I think the rest of the season, I'm not too sure when the other big boys will be back, but certainly um, we'll continue probably with that two and four and, and see where it takes us. You're talking about the run and carry and quick ball movement, which every club likes and have deep uh, inside 50 entries. Blaine Bokehurst has a lot to do with that, doesn't it? I mean, he, he really is. When he's up and about fit, and uh, and feeling good about himself, he's a very dangerous midfielder at, at any level. Hundred percent. I I think he's a freak, and Blaine and I reflect um, quite often after the game. I think you know I've kicked nineteen goals. I think this year. I think Blaine's probably given me twelve of them. So I, I don't mind him being in the four line a bit more because I, I like to be on the end of um, how he kicks the ball, and, and we seem to have a good connection. He he just can hit a ball anywhere inside four fifty, running on any leg. He's just a, a freak of a football player. So it's brilliant having him, you know, like you're saying, up and up and running to go. What about your goal kicking, as per se? I mean, we talk about goal kicking in the AFL and that, and you've been through that AFL system through your time with Collingwood and St Kilda. But just t- talk about the, the 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 effort that goes into it. I mean, you know, as a waffle player, obviously you don't get that much time. It's not a full time gig. You've got to find income elsewhere. But how much time do you spend actually practicing? Yeah, I, I take uh, my goal kicking quite seriously, just because I, I think that. That's probably where I'm going to kick my most amount of goals is, is as a marking player, not not so much um, you know crumbing or, or loose ball gets. So I always you know training starts at, at five thirty. I'm usually kicking goals at four forty five. I think so I do a fair bit of it just because at the end of training I, I'd like to get home and you know cook dinner and go to bed. So I, I try and get my work in beforehand, but. Um, pretty much on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm there doing it for at least 45 minutes just before um, a whole lot of people get to training. And I've just been out there for a while. And I think that certainly holds me in good stead just because, like you're saying, repetition is the best thing. And you don't get enough time. You know, the AFL players do probably twice that, three times that, just because they're full time. So I'd try and find that as much as possible. Who fetches the ball for you? Well, that's sorry. Who fetches the ball? Yeah, no, me. Yeah, so it's a slow process. That's probably why I have to spend at least 45 minutes doing it. Because um, Eastern Randall doesn't have any nets, so you, you kick the crap out of it and you've got to go chase it. So I'll bring about four or five balls and then, then it's about a five-minute um, 
process of going and getting them again. <laughs> uh, look, there's been a lot of talk about Bill Monaghan's coaching down at East Fremantle, and he's been given a contract extension, which is fantastic. Where does Bill fit into the the the, the Jonathan Marsh story of uh, of form at the moment, and and also East Fremantle? Because you're right in the mix, and it is a very level season. We saw Peel. Uh, 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 West Coast knockoff Subiaco, of course. We know, and I think West Coast almost beat Claremont two weeks prior to that. We've seen some major upsets. It really is a, a very tight competition. Yeah, 100%. Um, personally, I think, yeah, uh, Bill was one of the most enjoyable coaches I've ever played under. I think I, I really get along with, with how he goes about the game and, and how he coaches, and he's an extremely intelligent coach. And uh, Sometimes, you know, before training, we just sit there and, and talk about you know, his outlook on things, and it's it's pretty, uh, it's pretty amazing having a waffle coach that's, that's so, you know, works so hard and he, he puts a lot of time into it. But uh, in the grand scheme of things, I, I personally think that, you know, East Fremantle's next premiership is going to be coached by Bill Monaghan. And I think, like I said on the weekend, I think this group's the, the group to do it. We just need to get, you know, A, we need to get all our players back on the field and B, we, we need to play with a bit more consistency. But, yeah, in terms of personnel and who's leading us, I think we're, we're cherry ripe. Well, that's good news. Uh, how are you going, mate? How are you feeling? How, how's life for, for Jonathan Marsh? Life's pretty cruisy for, for me. Um, I'm studying and, and just working casually. And then, um, you know, body, body feels good. Yep. So it's obviously a bit of a um, bit of a shock coming, you know, from full-time football. And it's, it is quite hard to adjust, especially in your first season out of the AFL, of, of you know, mm. pretty much going to training three times, four times a week. But then also in the afternoons. Um, so I've kind of just, it's halfway through the season now. I think I'm, I'm really starting to get used to that now. But that was actually a big adjustment period for me is just, you know, working or, or um, having the full day and then going into training at the end, you're just exhausted. So it's, it's a tough gig, um, what the Waffle Boys do. And I think um, a lot of AFL players don't actually understand that, you know, when, you, when you're working and backing up at training and then, you know, coming home, got to cook dinner and quickly go to bed. It, it's... Um, it gets to be a tough life, and it's pretty time-consuming. But yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, for for little for little reward apart from the satisfaction of playing with your mates and and four premiership points. And and uh, you, you've got West Coast who really were very good, and they're probably going to get a few more players back. Albeit they probably lost Connor West with an ankle injury, but at the end of the day, they may get some uh, star players out of their AFL system, which is not great timing for you. But you've got to beat the best to to be the best. Yeah, hundred percent. I had a good word to my brother. Obviously, he posted Subi, and he he gave us a lowdown on how they how they went. They they were pretty impressive, and, and like you were saying, the week before they were extremely competitive against Claremont. But like you're saying, I think we're in the position now. Where we we want teams to have their best um, players on the field. We want to see how we're going. So I I think it's a great challenge for us. I think especially getting back on the winners list last week, it, it's time to have that consistency. You know, for not one game, but for a string of games. So we're, we're really looking forward to them having a, a solid team. And um, obviously, we actually had a, a great game against them last time, albeit you know they, they didn't have the same personnel. So I'm sure they'll come out fine for that as well. Appreciate your time, mate. Going to be big. It is on Saturday down there at New Choice Homes Park. And, of course, all five games are being played on the Saturday, which is wonderful for WAFL 40. Ten past two is a bounce down. Appreciate your time, Marshy. Uh, congratulations on the form. And at the moment, just just outside the top five. but uh, uh, And a win over West Coast. And uh, who knows where that could go for the Sharks in the back half of the season. Thanks for joining us and congratulations on the form. 
Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Good on you. There's Jonathan Marsh, a big reason why East Fremantle are certainly in the mix this year. Alongside, as you mentioned, the coaching of Bill Monaghan, it's good to be a Sharks fan right now. This is Sporting Goss.